Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Ed Byrne. And as my kids get older and the march of time pushes me ever closer to the inevitability of retirement, I've decided I'm in the market for a new hobby. But I seek guidance. So every week, I'll be meeting up with one of my celebrity chums, trying out their favourite pastime, and then interrogating them about it to see if it's for me. And just to make sure I fully divorce myself from the decision-making process, I will also be starting and finishing every episode with a chat with my wife, Claire, in order to fully examine whether or not said hobby is a good fit. This is Ed Byrne Needs a Hobby. We are currently in a rented flat at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. The finest place to be on earth in August. It's a roller coaster ride. Busy, busy, busy. Jobs, jobs, jobs. Uh, busy, busy, busy. Jobs, jobs, jobs. It's a, it's a festival where fitness, I find, can, has a tendency to go out the window. And any kind of health regime one might have had previously have a tendency to take a backseat to drinking and, and sleeping late. Yes, they do. That mm. is part of the fringe, mm. yeah. Presumably a bit less as you get older. You know, you can't do it to the same degree, can you? No, no. But it, it's why tomorrow's episode um, I have a certain amount of trepidation about. Not about the guest, because it's uh, John Robbins, who is a very funny comedian. He won the... 2017 Edinburgh Comedy Award. He split it with Hannah Gadsby. Right, yes, yes. Yeah, I remember, yeah. What are you doing? CrossFit. I don't even know what that is. It's exercises. What? It's going to the gym. It's what it is. Like, you sound Circuits. knackered just talking about it. I don't want to really annoyed. And the more I read about John, the more annoyed I am at him for making me do this with him. Because apparently he's also very keen... Catan player. A tiddlywink player. No, Catan, you know, setters of Catan. He came 11th in the British Catan Championships. Yeah, that's not a hobby either. It's a game, though. It's a, it's, I can do that. It's handy. Well, this will give you an opportunity to have a night off the booze tonight at the Fringe and so that you can go and do the CrossFit job without having a hangover. What, what do you do? What, lifting medicine balls over your head? I think so. I might have a mix up with something else, but I think CrossFit, so. to me, sounds like a bicycle. Oh, that's a cross trainer, maybe you're thinking of. Is that that awful machine that makes you go up and down and forwards and backwards yeah, at the, the same time? You always call the bastard machine yeah, at the gym. Is the cross, <laughs> I think is I the, called it a trainer. I think I called it something slightly worse <laughs> than that. Anyway, that's what I'm doing. So, yes, I should probably, you know, stay off the booze tonight. Maybe you won't. No, I won't. <laughs> Hello, I'm John Robbins. I do CrossFit classes once, twice, three, four times a week. John Robbins is a terrible person, a terrible person, a fine stand-up comedian and an excellent fitness freak, but a terrible guest, a mean man. He's a mean man. I never thought of him as a mean man. Look at him shaking his protein shake. Hmm. That sounds like one of those ones that's got the little round metal ball in it's it to agitate. It's got little matrix in the bottom. Yeah. I never, ever, ever 
in a million years dreamed I would one day be shaking a protein shake wearing trainers mm-hmm. out of breath yeah. it was just so completely opposite not just to my character yeah. but to my opinions I hated anything to do with fitness and I held people who did fitness in a kind of jealous contempt very interesting so what prompted the turnaround if you'd asked me that a year ago I'd have said I wanted to improve my fitness for golf because I was getting obsessed with golf yes and can I just pick you up on that as well because I I was aware that you were a big man for golf that golf was a big thing for you I seem to think I've even heard you be interviewed on another podcast about hobbies that Sue Perkins does (laughs) where you talked about golf and I remember thinking then, ah, yes, but my my podcast, I will go and do the thing with the people. And I looked forward, in my, mentally, I looked forward to a round of golf with you. And then when it came to you doing my podcast, you decided instead to take me to a CrossFit class. Well, it's because I want to change your life. And uh, also, golf is four hours out of your day, and it's a bit of a faff getting there. Could you play nine holes? Still two hours. Because <laughs> when you're at the Edinburgh Festival... Your brain doesn't let you have time off, so it thinks you're wasting time. You should right. be working. So okay. it's, whereas this, like, I mean, we were in and out of there in half an hour. Mm-hmm. But I was originally trying to improve my golf fitness. I wanted to hit the ball further. Yeah. And I found a gym very near where I lived where a golf pro taught fitness exercise. So I went there and had a few, like, one-to-one sessions. And he, alongside that, had a CrossFit gym. I was so unfit that after the first training session we did, where he literally was just an assessment, right. he got me to do one squat, one press-up, he got me to turn in different ways. The next day, I could not get out of bed. Right. It was embarrassing. Mm. And I thought, well, you when need was this? to... This was January last year, so January 2022. Okay, so you really haven't been doing this very long at all. Before that, I'd had a couple of sort of three-month periods where I got into swimming and then stopped because I'd get shoulder pain and I had a period of about six weeks when I lived in Lewisham where I went on a running machine at the local gym you know twice a week but you know pathetic attempts nothing never anything else and looking back now so I stopped drinking last November that was the next question I had for you yeah it was almost like my body knew before my brain that I needed to make some quite big changes in my life. Right. And weirdly, the the fitness, I didn't really get anything of the endorphins that people have told me you'll get. They'd say, oh, it's great for your mental health, you'll mm. suddenly start, the anxiety will go, and this, that, and the other. Because I was drinking and exercising at the same time, so I was going to the gym twice a week with this personal trainer, and I was drinking every night. And I felt good that I was committing to something and doing it. Yeah. But I wasn't really getting any... My body wasn't changing that much. I didn't feel brighter. I didn't feel... I just felt good if I was doing something. And then I stopped drinking in November. And almost within weeks, everything changed. And I got... I I felt lighter. I felt sort of more taut in my body. My body Mm -hmm. started to change. I lost... It's not about losing weight. I lost fat and gained muscle. And now it's like... CrossFit and 12-step recovery are my two kind of solutions to my problem. So when you say you gave up drinking then, you, you felt you were a problem drinker and you've, you've, you've gone 12-step. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. 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 So you're, I mean, you're, you're telling me things I don't want to hear, is what you're doing. 
I know, and I didn't want to hear them either. Yeah. And I had heard them for years and years and years. But it's not until you walk out of a gym thinking, do you know what, I've gone to the gym twice a week for eight weeks. That's not me. Mm-hmm. And then you realise, actually, you're whoever you want to be. Or you go, do you know what, it's 100 days since I had a drink. Mm-hmm. And the first seven days were hell on earth. And I didn't even notice the last 40 days. Right. I stopped counting. So when I arrived to, to meet you, you were already working out and then did the CrossFit. You do the CrossFit three times a week. What else are you doing then? Obviously, you're playing golf when you can. Play golf when I can. I mean, this year, because it's run up to Edinburgh and I'm touring in the autumn, it's been a lot more work than, say, it was last year when I got obsessed with golf right. and tried to get my handicap down and went into that sort of madness. Mm-hmm. So this year, it's been more comedy orientated and podcasts and radio shows and stuff and then I go to like 12 step meetings and that's really like that's what I do I, I've started a bit of meditation that kind of thing so I'm that I'm that asshole now yeah. <laughs> so like here at KFIT it's very important that we always work within our own means mm-hmm. so uh, like what John does and what Ed does doesn't mean to be the same weight doesn't need to be the same calories or anything we're very exclusive for everybody. So that's what's important even here in this effort that we're about to do. Mm-hmm. Just to start with, just to get uh, the heart rate up and a little bit of sweat going, we're going to do um, a minute on the bike. We're going to come off for 15 seconds. We'll then do a minute on the ski erg. I'll show you what that is. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to do over this area some push press with dumbbells. Okay. So to set up the bike, what we're going to do is you pull this lever out um, and that just goes up and down. Okay. You want that about hip height. All right, uh, it's arms and legs, okay? So you kind of want to power more through your legs, but the arms are there to help you as a little secondary, okay? Um, Straightforward, okay? Into the skier, all right? So what we're looking for here is that you've got these two handles. Uh, it's to mimic cross-country skiing, essentially. Mm-hmm. Uh, but because we're in the gym environment, we want it to be a little bit more powerful. And you're going to get that wind, that um, arms moving. Big pull towards the floor. And what you're thinking about is slamming the slam ball into the floor. So you've got a ball in your hands, and you slam it into the floor. Okay? I'm also using my body weight to pull down. As well as my arms. Body weight, pull. Okay? Think about okay. that power. Alright? You'll then get your dumbbells. Okay, so I've got 7.5s here. We've got 12.5s, and we can go down to 5. I've got a little bend in the knees, and you're going to push those weights up. Back down, a little bend. Okay? So we'll be doing that for a minute. So again, the amount of reps that you do is for you as well. So if you need a rest after 30 seconds, take 10 seconds and then continue again, okay? So determine what you want to do with the weight and how many reps you want to do in that minute, okay? okay. Right. So you'll do bike, ski, push press. And John, what have you already done this morning? Because you've already been working out before I got here. I did a bit of ski erg, I did a thousand meters on the rower and I did about 20... Um, shoulder presses, right. which is just a, like a barbell across, yeah. just to sort of warm everything up. Okay, which goes well into what we're about to do now. I, I did that just right after. Yeah, similar, okay. similar. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll get the timer started, right. and then we've got exactly. to say myself and Pete to encourage you. Time is up on the wall there, so you'll be able to see your minute count down, uh-huh. and then you'll have a fifteen-second rest pause in between each minute. Cool. Okay. This is what we learned about the elastic nature of time. <laughs> how, how slow a minute can go and how quickly it can go. Yeah, exactly. Let's right. get this one. Two, up. One. Off you go. Okay. Get that out. 
Um, the tool I quite like to use while recycling is the RPM in the top right hand corner. Yeah. You can get that going. Yeah. So you can, when we actually start working, you can use that as your gauge. Okay. What should that be there about then? Well, we'll see. We'll see in a couple of minutes <laughs> when we start pushing there. Like when we start pushing through our blocks pretty hard, start the gauge and see where you're sitting RPM wise. So you're roughly around 60 RPM there. Cardio into a little bit more cardio. All right, so remember those handles, you're using that body weight, okay? Two, one, let's go. All right, so let's think about that technique. Two, three, feet shoulder width apart. That's it. Yeah. You're starting to really feel that fan. Just imagine you've got that slam ball getting slammed down into the ground. There you go. Great technique. Nice. Well done. Alright. We're over halfway of this minute. Good. Using that body weight. Keep that power. Tension in your Try these. All right, we're into our shoulder press. So when you're ready, um, we're going to be starting here at the shoulders. A little bend in those knees, and that's going to help drive that up. Okay. So we're at little bend in knees, and we're driving push. Okay. Off we go. Well, dip, dip and drive. Uh -huh. Just dip and punch. Drive. Okay. Yeah. 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 Have I sacked off there? Yeah. Yeah. No, you're okay. We're actually you're a little good. bit. Good. There you go. Nice. Think about. Power to the legs, helping the shoulders. Good. You want the core nice and tight here as well. Don't overthink it too much, just relax into it, just let your body look really good. You've got 20 seconds left on this one. Okay. I've gone too, slick, too heavy with it. You've got 10 seconds. You can slow the reps down if you need to. I reckon you can make that. Yeah. You've got five, five seconds. Four. One more. One more. One more. Two. Good. Wow, good job. Nice, good. Hey. Okay, there you go. Okay. Well done. I've never seen anyone have a Coke after two. <laughs> 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 First time Coke's ever been to. We'll take a bigger rest now so you can have drinks and we can just relax for a second and then we'll go into three different exercises. Okay, well done. Rest. Great good. job. Right, how so many times a week would you do this? Three times a week I did it for about an hour. 
in a big class. So right. You've got people of all different abilities. So some people, like if you're doing barbell work, will just be using the bar. Yeah. Won't be any weight on it. Yeah. Um, and people scale it down if they've got like mobility issues or they've got an injury. So they might, instead of doing a chin-up, they'll put a big band yeah. around the bar on their feet so it's sort of assisted. Yeah. Or they'll use a box. So there's every single movement can be scaled in some way. And it's good because every time you're doing a workout, it's something different. Um, a different workout every day. So you never get bored, because I think sometimes people come to the gym and they're sort of not really sure what they should be doing. <laughs> Isn't there a thing with CrossFit where there's like one exercise that everybody in the world does on a certain day? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a few hero workouts, because CrossFit started as a way of training uh, first responders and military personnel. Right. Like what's the most effective way of preparing someone for those sorts of jobs? And they have workouts named after... Um, soldiers or uh, firefighters or policemen who or police women who died. So Murph is the big one. Okay. Um, and Murph was a couple of months ago. What is it? Hundred uh, air squats. Hundred air squats. Two hundred pull-ups. Three hundred press-ups. And then how far do you run? One k run. One k run. With a vest. With a vest, a weighted vest, or right. one of those exercises. Yeah, one mile run. One. One mile run, yeah. yeah. It's intense. I did it the first one. It took me about 40 minutes, but I was scaling everything. Okay. Yeah, I mean, no way I could do 200 pull-ups. And is that how Murph died? <laughs> <laughs> so, Ed, we've just got back from Cave Fit in Edinburgh, where yes. we've done a sort of half-hour CrossFit class. And for anyone who doesn't know what CrossFit is, it's got a quite neat... Um, definition which is functional movement performed at a high intensity level over time uh, I, think I think I'd have been even less inclined to do it had I read that specific definition <laughs> beforehand <laughs> yeah so it's basically stuff that mimics the kind of movements you do when you're lifting stuff up yeah. when you are bending down all those sorts of things that we do throughout our day but with weight mm. and faster and harder than you'd usually do it how did you find it i'm going to be absolutely honest with you i absolutely did not want to do this today and last night uh i kept saying i need to go to bed because i have a fucking crossfit class in the morning because john robbins doesn't like golf as much anymore (laughs) (laughs) and uh and then yet i did stay up i kept staying i did i drank a lot of wine last night so I was hungover when I arrived. Yep. You, the, the, the instructors were remarking on they'd never seen someone drink Coke in between reps before. Yeah. You're the first person I've ever seen rush out of a gym to go and grab a bottle of Coca-Cola. I just wanted... So, I thought that gyms, gyms usually have sports drinks. No. I need energy to build my strength up is what I need. Yeah. And they, there, was no, there was no energy in any there of those There was a lot drinks. of caffeine-related products knocking around. Caffeine itself doesn't give you energy. Energy is measured in calories, yeah. and that's yeah. what you need to have. In what did you have for breakfast bar. today? Nothing. Okay. I got out of bed <laughs> go. and came here. <laughs> So, I'm sorry, but in answer to your question, so I really didn't want to do it. And I really, even knowing, having exercised that, I really still thought that afterwards I would be like, oh, God, I just needed to get through this. Mm. I am really glad I've done it. Yeah. And part of me is thinking, oh, you know what? 
I reckon I can do CrossFit hungover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, I don't have to make a massive change in my life, but I could still get a little bit fitter. Well, you know, as someone who's done it both hungover and sober, it, I didn't get as much benefit hungover, but it was still, it was still positive. Yeah. You know? But you said that doing exercise, it, that, that kind of led you to then give it, up drinking, no? It was, it was, yeah, it, well, it was part of a process of realising I, I deserved better than I was giving myself right. and that daily action can have a huge impact even though at the time it's quite small like going to the gym for an hour mm-hmm. on the grand scheme of things for it to make a huge amount of difference to your body you know not drinking for a day on the grand scheme of things doesn't make a huge difference to your body you string those things together into like a habit yeah and suddenly I look I haven't had a drink for just over nine months my I am complete night and day you know, my body, my skin, my mood, anxiety. So you've just got to... For me, it's about what practical stuff can I do. Your body's so good you're getting honked at by passing cars. Yeah, <laughs> trams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah what's, what daily stuff can I do? I need useful stuff. Mm. I don't want to... I'm not someone who reads a book and thinks, that's me, I'm that person now, because that's no use, because I just forget about it, I get distracted. Yeah. I need simple tools that I can use... Um, daily. Do you find that you generally have a lot more time in your day and you're generally far more productive now you're not spending most of your time either in a state of inebriation or in a state of hungover? I don't feel like I'm more productive. What I feel now is how did I ever find the time to do anything? But now (laughs) I wake up at six and I have my cup of tea and I fiddle around on YouTube and I check my emails. It's not like I'm, it's not like I'm suddenly being really efficient. Mm-hmm. It's just I get that luxurious time of faffing about right. between 6 and like 8 a.m. as opposed to between 6 p.m. and 3 a.m. You know, I hated mornings. I was a night guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a 2 in the morning, 11 at night. You know, come back to mine for a couple more drinks. I'm that guy. Yeah, sorry, for a second there, I thought you were... <laughs> Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact: You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I know that you talked on stage about, you know, drinking a lot. I wasn't aware that you were now in a position where you need the meetings to, and if you were to get, if you were to have a drink you'd you'd what, you'd go on a bender if you had one drink type thing. Is are you that Yeah, I've never been able to moderate the amount I drink when I do drink. Mm-hmm. Um I was I was trying to control it by moderating the days I drank. 
Yeah. I was doing that when I was on the road. I got in the best shape of my life pre-pandemic. My support act, Paul Meyerhog, because of, because of a medical issue, an infection, couldn't drink. And so decided we were getting fit. And we went, and we did. We joined one of those gyms where there's a branch in every town. And we committed to a, an every other day, like three days, one week, four days, another week. And we went. And I was running as well. And you have to kind of moderate your drinking because you start, once you go down that path, you say, right, well, we can't get drunk tonight because we're hitting the gym tomorrow. Mm. And then that, that, not drinking as much as you normally would, you know, then that all feeds into the, the whole fitness thing. Mm. And then lockdown happened and it just all went to shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I haven't been doing anything. Like, what we just did there, I, I would have been able to do that, no bother, a few mm. years ago. Well, you did do it really well. I'll be dead tomorrow. I won't even <laughs> move. But the you know. thing is, like... We are sitting in the centre of, of, of Edinburgh right now, yeah, so there is a lot of noise. There's a man, so, that's a Lamborghini, I believe, that definitely needs its muffler fixed. Yeah. I think, like, people say, I want to get fit, or I want to be sober, or I want to... They've got this sort of goal they're obsessed with, mm-hmm. whereas actually it's more about, like, what's sustainable? What daily, or twice daily, or thrice, or three times a week, or twice a week, what thing can I do forever? As mm-hmm. opposed to going... There's a book which I haven't read, but I will I will summarise based on someone else's summary <laughs> called Atomic Habits, <laughs> where the guy basically says that people will start a journey thinking, I want to run a marathon. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of nonsense. What you should be saying is, I want to become a runner. I want to be someone who runs. Yeah, that's a funny thing, because I, I don't uh, feel that way. <laughs> I need a goal. The, the moment I, I... When I moved to the country... I started running because it was just a nice place to run. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I went on my, on my third run, I signed up for a marathon because I just felt like this, that, this all has to be for something. Like now I do 10K runs, but I always like try and have one booked in. Yeah, yeah, There'll yeah. Be, a local village will have one. But I always feel like I need to set that as a goal. It's process as much as a goal. It's like, how do I want to live, not what do I want to necessarily achieve? Because you can be a runner forever. But if you, once you've done the marathon, then what do you do? Do you just sort of stop? Yeah, I did. After the first marathon, I didn't do another one. Yeah. That was that. It's too long. <laughs> it's way it's just too, too long. long. <laughs> We're not made for that kind of distance. But 10K, I find, is a good distance. manageable. It's, you know, and it's a... But dieting's a good example. Mm-hmm. You know, a goal to lose weight is a really good goal to have. But the reason people put weight back on is because they've reached their goal. Yeah. And then they, st- they give up the habit. Yeah. Whereas the habit needs to be something that's sustainable forever, really. So you don't have a goal, as it were. You no. are just someone who goes to the gym. Yeah. And is that a difficult thing to deal with? Because that makes you a different person to the person you used to be. Like you just said, you just said you never thought you'd be someone who'd be shaking a protein shake yeah. and out of breath. Yeah. Is there a part of you? I feel like I'm a bad therapist right now. <laughs> I feel like I'm going, is there a part of you that feels let down? <laughs> or wishes you could go back to the way you were? Or are you just like a shark moving forward no you're 100% right there is a part of me that will always miss the life I had and be attracted to it and there's also a part of me that has a fantasy of being a person I can never be so yesterday I walked past I was on my way to my show my show starts at 8.50 and I walked past a woman at about 10 to 8 sat on her front step drinking a glass of wine and having a cigarette And the emotion in me of, that's all I want. Yeah. I want to be the person who sits on their front step on a Friday evening, finish work, 
suddenly there's this huge exhale of stress and pressure. She's having a glass of wine on a step and having a cigarette. That's all I want. Mm-hmm. And I have to, I have to, I have tools to deal with that now. Right. So I stop that going into my head and turning into an obsession that leads me to drink right. because I can't be that person. Mm-hmm. Because I might have the glass of wine on the step and the cigarette and feel great. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have another glass of wine and then I'll have another glass of wine and then I'll go back in the house and then I'll put on some sad music and I'll open six cans mm-hmm. and then I'll open some cider and then I'll pass out at midnight. Yeah. The fantasy of the woman on the step will, never has existed for me. Yeah, right. So, yeah, I totally, you know, I, I, ha- I have to not constantly and less and less as time progresses but I have to have a relationship with those fantasies and also those memories because you know alcohol isn't all bad and it certainly wasn't it was good good in my, a good part of my life for much longer than it was a bad part of my life but it, it got to a point where it was so damaging that it was either it was either stop or or, or calamity really the gym John the gym yeah, I know for a fact you're a Queen fan. Yeah, the music they play in gyms sucks. Yeah, is that not an issue for you? Well, like after we did our little class there, because we were recording pod, you know, and because we had the place to ourselves, it was silent. And then as soon as we were done, they turned the music back on, and I suddenly remembered why I hate the gym. Do you know what? When I was having personal training sessions. The, the classes would happen, and then I'd go one to one with this guy. And now I just do the classes. The, the, the classes will be playing this like atrocious, atrocious yeah. like Eurobeat kind of dance, awful yeah. stuff, really way too loud. And then they leave, and my my instructor would go, "What do you want to listen to?" And I go, "What do you want to listen to?" And he goes, "A bit of Fleetwood Mac." <laughs> and we'd sort of put on like Fleetwood Mac or Simon and Garfunkel mm-hmm. doing our workouts. But they do play quite a lot of Queen. Um, Don't stop me now, I presume. Yeah, 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 a lot of that. Um, <laughs> under pressure, we will rock you, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I don't like, it's more the volume. I don't like really loud stuff. So sometimes I take earplugs to the gym, which is super lame. Yeah, but you got to work out with, with your own music, which you can, no matter how loud you have it on, you can still hear their music leading through it. Tell you who's great for a workout is Half Man, Half Biscuit. Okay. I don't know if you're familiar with them, I but heard that, that's who I listen heard, to I know when some of their stuff. I'm working out, yeah. Okay, so we'll go into our next block here. So a little bit more weight, but also that control, okay? So we've got barbell set up here. We're gonna go into our deadlifts, okay? So essentially it's picking up the weight from the floor up to standing nice and tall, all right? So to do that, uh, I like my feet uh, just underneath my hips, nice and controlled so my whole foot is flat and I've got good power. My hands are on the outside of my legs. I want it to be nice and wide uh, with those hands. My inside of my elbows on the outside of my knees. Back nice and straight, I'm going to lock those shoulders back and down, so my back straight, I'm going to stand up with it, okay, nice and smooth. Same thing going back, you're going to push those hips back, so towards the wall, so I slide the weight down my legs, and then I'm going to bend those legs to that start position. We're then going to go into a step up, okay, so we're going to do this box up slightly, we're going to be nice and controlled, we can use weights here if you want, but we don't need to, we can do body weight, alright. Foot up, we're going to just step up so both feet together and back down with the same leg. Now I'm just going to switch legs, up on the right, back down on the right. Switch legs, up on the right, down. Okay? And the last exercise is going to be a bit of core. We're going to be doing a high plank. Okay? So a high plank, just into that push-up position on our hands, body nice and straight. 
We're just gonna hold that for a minute as well. All good? Cool. Good, yeah. yeah. Perfect. Let's get set up. So you're lifting what weight then, John? Uh, this will be 50, 55 kilos. Is that a 15 bar? 15 bar, yeah. Yeah, 50, 55 kilos. So my 25 kilos. Yes. Okay, so we're looking for that lats on, back nice and straight. Alright, keeping that close to the body. Okay, two, one. And when you're ready, like I said, this is about quality, not quantity. Nice. Good. Good. Well done. Well done. I was just about to say that, just a little bit wider, I think you'd be in a good position there. Good, yeah, really good. Back's, back's really good. Good. Nice. So we're driving through the heels, just focus on driving through the heels, and if it doesn't feel like you haven't got a full drive through both heels, it's okay to lift your toes up. So 20 seconds left. You've got soft trainers on, so it might right, yeah. force you forward a little bit. Okay, good. Shoulders back as well. You've got 10 seconds left. Great form, team. Really good. Keep chipping over there. Three, two, one. Rest. Well done. Excellent. Great form. Woo! Yeah. You've done that before, yeah. I did. I went through a phase of that. Uh, the 5x5 five five strong lifts. Yeah, good. Um, yeah. I haven't done it. Long time ago. Yeah, really good. Okay, we're going into those step ups now. Alright, so the one uh, that minute started, so let's start. Just a nice balance, an explosive movement still, even though it's one leg, power on the way up. Good, there you go. I like to switch my legs every time. Just make sure we're not going up on the same leg, two reps in a row. Yeah, full, full foot on the box, so full heel. Yeah, so no heel hangs. Drive through the heel there. Good. Well, well done. Right. 30 seconds to go. I should have probably shouldn't have. Before I started with that. He's fine. He's fine. Hold on a second. Okay, those legs are feeling it. Keeping that chest Ten seconds. is tall. Really good. Last six seconds. Three, two, one, rest. Okay, nice, good. <laughs> and then one, the plank is to obviously fight that core, but then we're also going to be um, breathing. Okay, we want to bring the heart rate down a little bit in this minute. Okay. Um, yeah. So you try to find press up plank position, so your wrists. Uh, elbows and shoulders are in alignment, so just come forward over the top, there you go, then you can pinch the hips up a little bit, so tuck your backside up towards the ceiling, there you go, that's great. So we're just trying to find that full stack position from wrist, uh, elbow into shoulder, and if we're fully stacked, then we won't get any extra strain on the shoulder, which would be a good solid position. And if it feels like things are dipping a little bit, just try and pitch, pinch the hips up towards the ceiling. Good. That's good. Remember Keep holding. Hips up a little bit there if you can. There you go. Good. Okay, embrace that. Squeeze. And of course, it's using hamstrings, glutes, 
back, core, everything's on. This also prepares you for all that hot Edinburgh fringe sex you'll be having. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just freeze over the other person, just intimidate them, just try and stare them out. Come on, hon. The anticipation's what's all about. It. <laughs> How come we didn't get to do battle ropes? That's what I always think of when I think of CrossFit. I think it's I the big, think, heavy ropes. No, I don't think battle ropes is a CrossFit exercise. I think that's like a boot camp thing. Ah, uh, am I, I confusing CrossFit with boot camp? And boot camps, I mean, this big generalisation, but the great thing about CrossFit is you scale it. So I do CrossFit classes with, you know, men and women in their 70s, even early 80s, I think. Mm-hmm. Whereas a boot camp, everyone's doing the same thing. So if you're, say you're really overweight and it's your first experience of fitness, you're going to think, fuck that. I I can't do that. (laughs) And exercise should never be about making people feel they can't do things. It should be like, okay, you can't do this. This is too heavy. This is too fast. What can we do? Where can we start? Mm -hmm. What about with you? What about apps and metrics and things like that? Because I find when I exercise, I get obsessed with, with that aspect of it, with the data. Do you do you have yeah. any, as somebody who, as you say, you know, focuses on certain things and tries to switch off the brain? Do you do you get lost in that? I am a spreadsheet guy. Right there, you go. But now we get to it. I'm less <laughs> of a spreadsheet guy than I used to be. I used to keep track of my alcohol units on spreadsheets. That was yeah. how mad I was. Mm-hmm. Now I, there's a little app that my gym uses where I can just log my scores. And it'll tell me, you know, what my personal best is. I'm not obsessed with it, though. But it's nice to have a record so that when you're doing an exercise, you know how heavy to go. Yeah. Um, and it is good. To, it's nice to see a bit of progress because that's what, you know, progress is a big thing for me. What's just what's the next right thing to do? What's the next good decision to make? Mm-hmm. It's quite a good way of guiding yourself through life, I think. So what's the next good decision then? The next good decision is um, go home, uh, have a nice lunch, and work on my show. I've got a day off tonight. I'm going for a meal. I can eat as much as I want now because I've, <laughs> I've done some good stuff. Do you ever look at other people in the gym and go, okay, now you're too into it. I don't want to be that guy. Well, do you know what? I think that guy is a big barrier to CrossFit, especially has a reputation for mm. a, a breed of man, especially, yeah. but some women, the CrossFit wanker. Mm. And it's sort of like that Joe Rogan bro type kind yeah. of, uh, you know, vaping weed stuff, talking about conspiracy theories, doing keto diet. Yeah. But it's like any pursuit, the people who are most vocal about it are often the worst uh, promotional material for that thing yeah so not everyone who likes driving their car is Jeremy Clarkson yeah yeah um, and I found I've never met anyone like that at the CrossFit gym I go to mm. mostly it's people from of all ages of all abilities of all shapes and sizes wanting to do something positive and you can fit it into a little window 50 minutes an hour 
and it's a bit of community as well which is really important I live on my own I don't know anyone in the town I live in so I, I, I'm not particularly confident person around strangers but I now have 30 people I can have a two minute conversation with it's difficult to commit to though you're meant to go on tour right so is that will that be what are you going to what are you going to do when you're on tour are you going to just find a CrossFit class every every time you go to no I will try and I will just try and hit twice a week if I can do twice a week I'll be happy in the morning and then like the, my tour manager will drive me in the afternoon and you know if there's five days when I can't go it's not the end of the world because right. the good thing about it is you're sort of it's an investment in my old age basically is I hope I'm mm-hmm. makes me more healthy and mobile when I'm older but it also means if I do miss a week or I do eat badly Mm. or I do kind of let something slide I've sort of built up this this bank of good health yeah yeah that doesn't mean that's then an absolute nightmare yes you don't seem like somebody who's uh, swapped one addiction for another you know I'm I'm not addicted to going to the gym I Mm. just see it as a really important sort of foundation in my week for keeping my head clear because what I'm addicted to actually is switching my brain off and you will know what that's like being a comic and thinking about yourself all the time and trying to articulate what you think about things it's quite a self-obsessed job Mm -hmm. and I think one thing we're all guilty of especially up here is being in self like we all we really care about is everything in terms of us Mm -hmm. so switching my brain off whether it's with alcohol or wordle (laughs) <laughs> or the gym, or golf. I'm just trying to pick the things that switch off this voice in my head that are the least destructive, basically. I thought this might be the one episode where we didn't talk about ADHD, but you keep saying things that make me that remind me of the uh, the the diagnosis of ADHD. Oh, I don't suppose you got... you've had one of those, had you? No, I've had. So I'm the tour show I'm doing. How is about the sort of why I stopped drinking, really. Mm-hmm. And the more I've talked about that part of my life, the more people have, in the kindest way possible, sent me lots of potential diagnoses of myself (laughs) on social media. But really, I I mean, I don't have ADHD. I'm not uh, on the spectrum. I don't have a a mental illness. I'm I'm an alcoholic. (laughs) And and I'm in self a lot. So the problem is me. Yeah. So I would, I would say my diagnosis is being human and I am trying to find more productive ways to solve that problem. So picture to me as a hobby. The one thing that's pretty unique to CrossFit is all of the movements you do. Even though you're using barbells or uh, kettlebells or dumbbells or whatever, they're all functional movements. Mm-hmm. So a good way someone described it is... A burpee, which is like one of the most tortuous things. <laughs> a burpee, which is basically sort of a press-up, then you then jump then up you from jump a press-up. In, in the air, yeah. But someone said, if you're 80 years old and you feel lightheaded and you think you're going to faint, a burpee is basically teaching you how to fall and get up. Right. And, but I feel good now. I, feel br- I just feel bright. I haven't been to the gym for four days, maybe, because festivals... You know, it takes up a lot of time doing two shows up here. I just feel a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. And I'll take that with me throughout today and maybe a bit of tomorrow and then it'll die down a bit and then I might feel a bit glum and a bit lethargic and then I'll go again and it just gives you that feeling. Doing that this morning as well, 
it did remind me of 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 when I used to do it, of when I when I was fit, and I did quite like it. I liked being fitter, yeah. Especially just having kids, just the idea of being able to. I know this sounds like catastrophizing, but you know, to be able to pull your twelve-year-old from a river or a burning car or something like that, you know, just to p- prepare for that or lift them off the work surface without doing your back in. Yeah. Yeah, you or know just, exactly, or help them get down from a tree because they climbed too high. Whatever, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah, you just need to. It just it does help. Mm. You don't have to be a muscle bound lunk, but it just it it just helps to be stronger. Are you more jaded now than <laughs> you were before? Well, first of all, you were there. Did I stay off the booze last night? No, I think we had one of our latest nights no, out, out, ever. No, did not stay off the booze no. last night at all. But what did I discover today? I can do CrossFit hungover. <laughs> okay, so this already scores some good points. Oh, it was better off to do it without. They were even remarking on they They'd never seen somebody do CrossFit and swig Coke in between sets. Didn't that make you burp? A little bit. You need energy. Well, you're supposed to have energy before you go, and then you get a bit more by doing it. You're not supposed to go on your knees with no breakfast. CrossFit is 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 its range of exercise. They do a lot of lifting using weights, but it's supposed to be in a way that you know um, for strength and resistance training for for everyday life. So as if you you know for for, for lifting bags and just your general everyday. It's, it's not it's not about Becoming a weightlifter, but you use weightlifting and a, a range of weightlifting equipment and exercise equipment. So we're doing like pull down things with a ski yoke and stepping up on a box and cycling and also deadlifts with a barbell, like a whole range. Okay, this, circuits. this sounds to me like just going to the gym with a fancy new name. <clears throat> You yeah. know when we went to the gym? <laughs> yeah. I and, we went to the gym. And yes. that person made us a... Well, he made us a circuit around the thing and we had to pull things down and yeah. push things up. And Yeah, but that wasn't, there wasn't anybody there making you do it, you know, a minute of this and then a minute of oh, that. Oh, I see. It's more, okay. it's more circuits and then, and then rest. But as I say, the circuits... Really, the, the, our conversation was more about... Uh, general getting fit and giving up drink than anything else and does like this is all part of john's overall health improvement since he gave up booze in november because he just re- he had been he had gotten into it to help him drinking or crossfit no, he got, <laughs> he got, yeah he got into drinking to, to improve, improve his health swing. <laughs> right. he got into crossfit to help him improve his golf swing and right. he realized that he, he wasn't getting the most out of it because he was basically you know Still drinking, which like a comedian at the Edinburgh Fringe, yeah, which still um, has you know takes its toll on you. So he's realised if he was going to take this seriously, that he had to address. So yes, so we really you know he was telling me things I already knew in my heart, but didn't really want to hear. Which is if you really want to take getting healthy seriously, uh, then continuing to drink every night is probably not the not way, not the best way to go about it. I don't think it needed somebody else to tell you that. Oh, that's the other thing. I went to meet him there. He was already lifting weights. He was already doing a workout 
which he then had to take a break from to do our workout. Oh, wow. Does he like the social element of it? Because you'd presumably you're doing it in a class of a few of you. Yeah. You're yeah, not doing it yeah. like on your own in the gym. And that's the other good thing about CrossFit is that with a lot of other cl- classes, everybody's doing the exact same thing. Whereas the thing with CrossFit, uh, like he was lifting a different weight yes. to the weight I was lifting. Yeah. So you tailor it according to what your you can strengths. manage. Yeah, it's very supportive, presumably. I mean, I suppose there'll be lots of people there who are like, look at me, I can lift the strongest compared to the lady in her 50s who can't. No, I think it, I don't Is think it a very do supportive environment. Yeah, I don't think people look down on who's, who's lifting less than they are and like that. I think it's, it's, it's all about everybody goes there together and everybody pushes themselves as hard as they can push themselves. Okay, so here's a, here's a question. This could be potentially a very good hobby because yeah. obviously I'd quite like you to be fitter, yeah. as would you. And you're about to embark on a great big long tour. Is it something that you can dip into at any gym around the country? Or do you have to be a signed up member? Or can you just go and join a class and you know sort of... You already know your limitations and you know what you should be lifting or how many squat thrusts you should be doing. And you could just go and do it. How, how many squat thrusts? <laughs> well, I don't think... Pull that one from me. I know, know, I know. Squat thrusts. Remember them? This, that, <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, I, I should thought maybe I could commit to a Monday morning in, at a local one. Once a week here. isn't enough, though, is it? I think I should I should maybe walk before I should run, by which I mean maybe I should start running again. Well, I was I thinking... CrossFit. You know, there was, there was a time when I would have taken that whole thing in me stride, whereas because I haven't been exercising at all, I know I'm going to be so. aching for a week now. Or maybe I'll just rejoin that, that gym that I was in that has branches everywhere and just go back to the, the, the strong lift program that I was doing. And that's better than nothing. And then CrossFit at home on a Monday and then pounding the pavements of Paisley on a Wednesday. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> but do you think it's something that you could get into? I think I could get into it. I suppose it's the sort of thing that if you hate one exercise that you're doing, you're only doing it for a minute... And then you move on, and actually the next one mm. might be mm. okay. So if I was on the bastard machine for a minute, I'd be mm. swearing all the way through it to myself. Mm. But then I'd go and do a plank, and that'd be fine. Mm. I still would have preferred a round of golf or a game of Catan. Ed Byrne Needs a Hobby was presented by me, Ed Byrne. Obviously. The music was by Clementine Arnold, and it was produced by Laura Grimshaw. Spring, is that you? Warmer temps mean new Allbirds styles. Meet the Superlight Collection, the lightest ever shoes from Allbirds, now in fresh colors. They've designed must-have travel styles for when you need to jet. The lighter-than-air feel and barely-there fit make these shoes some of the most packable styles ever. That means more comfort and less baggage. Take the Superlight Tree Runner on your next adventure. Its cushy, lightweight foam midsole supports every step, and the extra outsole traction gives you the grip to just go for it. The eucalyptus fiber upper adds next-level breathability to keep you going all day. Plus, the Superlight Tree Runner is comfortable and ready to go right out of the box. So, what can you do in a Superlight shoe? What can't you do is the better question. And, because they're super packable, the real question is, where are you taking them? Experience how Allbirds redefines comfort. Visit Allbirds.com and use code SUPER24 for a free pair of socks with a purchase of $48 or more. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S dot code SUPER24.